Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 384. Thank you, Xbox 360. I am one of your hosts, Brian BJ Swick 33. <laughs> Along with me, your head was cut off there for a second because the comment went open. <laughs> is uh, Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello, hello. So, uh, the uh, well, let's. I don't like to start off a show with bad news, but the bad news is is Mr. Wingman 79 is not with us this week. He will hopefully return. He's with us. He's with us. Yeah. Don't cuz that could be misconstrued. <laughs> He's not on the show this week. He's not yes. recording with us, but he should be back uh I think next week. I don't think he has 2 weeks. I think it's just one. So uh we missed last week, but we're here. Uh last week my fault. We we're down Rob last week, and then I had a last-minute thing where I had to take off out of town. So, uh, um, yeah, so we had to, to skip, and we're here this week. Uh, and he, uh, Mar- uh, Mark says he will be back next week because he is in the chat, everybody. Uh, so you can at least hang out with him there. Just, you know, we'll say things about him, and then he'll type stuff back, and we'll just <laughs> read what we want. We'll just... Read what we want. If we don't ban him, which is kind of funny, and ban him for <laughs> that. So, all right. Hello, Carbide. How you doing? So uh, this week uh, we have an interesting show. We got some things to talk about. Um, we've definitely played some games over the last couple weeks, and uh, we have some giveaways. Uh, we have uh, Fallout Four Chrysler. What was that Rocket sixty nine Sport for uh, for uh, Forza Four? Uh, from Fading Lee, and we got two uh, Windows 10 versions of Quantum Break to give away uh, from Fading Lee and Monkey Punch 77. So, thanks guys, we appreciate it. We're going to give those away throughout the show. Um, but before we get there, we record every Sunday uh, when we're available, uh, which is more Sundays than not, let's put it that way. Um, at 10 p.m. Eastern, and we uh, stream live on Twitch, and then the following day we release on MP3. So let's get to it. I'm, if you don't mind, Rob, I would like to go first on what we've been playing because. Why, Brun? Please do. Okay, because uh, you you played something that I would like you to discuss and talk about. Uh, really? Where? Yeah, my stuff is really not that big of a deal. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I played more division. Uh, I think I'm like my level of equipment's like 184 now. Um, finally got some uh, my striker mask and stuff. I played more Paragon. I played some Heroes of the Storm, uh, and I got my Tracer. I've been uh, playing with Tracer today, which is the new character that just opened up from uh, Overwatch. Uh, played some Battlefield Four. They had quad for the first time ever quadruple XP. Which was awesome because I went from like seventy eight, I think, to one hundred two <laughs> or something like that. Um, so on both PC and Xbox One, I'm at least over a hundred, uh, which is nice. Uh, played some Prison of Elders and Destiny, and I got one character up to three thirteen, and another up to like two eighty something. Um, and then I was going to discuss this uh, uh, last week on the show before I had to take off. Uh, I played both the Battleborn beta 
and okay. the Overwatch. I was in a closed Overwatch beta. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Overwatch because it was closed, but I would like to discuss Battleborn and this weird comparison because after playing Battleborn, I have some things to say about it. Sure. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll talk about my thoughts during the roundtable stuff. So so okay. we can get into yours. But uh, but that's pretty much what I've been playing the last couple weeks. So what do you got? Yeah, I got uh, uh, codes to get into the Mirror's Edge Catalyst Would closed you, beta. And you hate Mirror's Edge, of course. So. Oh, I hate it <laughs> so much that I love it. Yes. <laughs> so I was pretty excited to get into it. And... Uh, so wait, what's the deal? So closed betas you can't talk about? Uh, it depends on all Santa the verbiage Claus? for everything that you agree with, but usually, typically for a yeah. closed beta, I don't... There's streaming the the game for Overwatch and, and yeah. stuff like that, but uh, I, I don't know. I didn't read the uh, fine detail on it, so I'm just right. not going to talk about the gameplay or anything. The open beta starts like next week anyway, so people will find out then. Okay. Well, all right. So <laughs> let's see what uh, I'll, I'll err on the side of caution then about what I talk about. But uh, for what was in it, it was basically the original taken to the next level with better graphics, better everything. And uh, it, it's quite interesting. I'm actually really looking forward to the uh, full release when it comes out now in June because it was delayed, I think, by two weeks, three weeks, something like that. Because originally supposed to be out in May, now it's out in June. Right. And I'm fine with that personally. I'd rather have them delay the game slightly and come out with a good title versus something that we have to suffer through for two weeks while they fix it. But... Uh, it's basically all the stuff that I loved in Mirror's Edge uh, made new for the Xbox One. And playing the new one, you can definitely see differences. Like the 2016 technology and graphics, they they shine through. So uh, I'm very pumped about the title. And it's, a, it's an open... This one's open world. This one's not as streamlined as the first one, Correct. Yeah, the first one was very much, what's that term where you're kind of forced to go through a particular area? Linear? Yeah, linear. So mm -hmm. it's got a start and a finish. Now it's more open and it even tells you that, uh, well, like in even in the original, it would give you clues as to where to go next. So everything would be red, for example, red doors, red railings red um everything was red that you red, red right. wires that you had to zip down so you, you knew you basically knew where to follow and the new one actually has a well it's got all of that plus this thing called a runner vision where it kind of gives you a path to follow but it even tells you this is the path you can follow it's not necessarily the best way to go so 
you are technically free to come up with your own ways to get to places. Gotcha. So, uh, very, very cool. Very cool. Very looking, looking forward to it a whole lot. Then, uh, outside of that, I did get some time in with a, uh, a board game that got converted to PC and Mac called Twilight Struggle. It's out on Steam now. Uh, definitely, definitely cool game. It was on, uh, the number one ranking for years in terms of, uh, board games. So, uh, they're going to be coming out with, think ipad and android in the near future but right now it's out for pc and mac on steam and also uh been doing some more of my clash royale okay that's about it very cool i think i got my camera just one time too low on the uh thing there (laughs) i'm blocking the uh pop-up so had a new follower, uh, JP King eighty three. Thank you for following. Appreciate it. All right. Um, so, well, let me ask you a couple questions about about Mirror's Edge. So, a lot of stuff I, I've read some of this on the internet. So, it's not like you're breaking any rules or anything. Um, would you say it's more Mirror's Edge? I mean, it's a continuation of Mirror's Edge. I mean, I saw some gameplay. It looks really good. Uh, looks it fluid. Um, we were just discussing something before the show started. Uh, people were like frame, you know, doing the frames per second FPS capturing. Um, for a majority of the part, it's like 60 frames a second. Um, obviously, they're doing a beta. I, I saw it. They were showing the frames on the on the thing there, and it was dipping like between like 54, 56, and 60 frames. So, okay, we're going to call it 60 frames because <laughs> for anybody that's missing 60-ish. those, if you're going to miss those, you know, four frames, you know, then your awesome eyesight, I guess. <laughs> but uh, it looked like it was, you know, up at that sixty frames per second, which it made it look really good. So, but mm-hmm. but more 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 mirror's yeah. edge, and you're happy with it. So, oh, absolutely, yeah. It's a continuation of the storyline where uh, Faith comes out of prison or some kind of detention, and she gets released. I think it's set possibly almost two years after the first one. All right. So, would that be considered a sequel? Yeah. Yeah. Not a prequel. No. Let's see. Yes. All right. Very cool. Uh, is that all? Is that all you you were doing last couple weeks? Yeah, that's all I got. All right. And of course, like I said, Mark is not uh, not recording with us this week. So uh, we're going to hit the round table. Before we do that, uh, I always like to throw out there to uh, multiple ways to support the show, uh, which uh, one of them is patreon.com uh, slash this Xbox life. If you'd like to become a patron or you can go to twitch alerts.com slash donate slash this Xbox life uh, to give us a little donation and everything's right below us as well. Uh, links to everything. Um, so, like I said, we had a couple of giveaways. We'll, we'll do one of them right now. This one here is for the for the uh, Chrysler Rocket 69 Sport Vehicle and Forza 4. And this was uh, Fading Lee. Uh, one of our members uh, sent this to us and said, Hey, you can either have this or uh, you know give it away uh, on the show. So we're going to give it away on the show. So anybody who has Forza 4 that does not have this car, um, 
feel free to download it. So it is G-T-F-F-H-X-X-P-9-G-K-D-H-3-D-F-D-7-2-X-X-3-P-J-Z. So... Five by fives. Gotta love those 25 characters. <laughs> they do not make it easy. So, oh, sorry. Four is a six, not four is a four. Oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. Fallout four, four is a six. Thank you, Wayne. I'm going to hear about that, aren't I, Rob? Run screwed yes. up. Oh my gosh. You knew it was coming. Oh, he's never going to let me live that one down. <laughs> uh, definitely after you guys are ganging up on me and the emails back and forth, I was just reading them. Yeah. So four to six. So, all right. So, oh, <laughs> uh, see, look, he's already in the chat, busting me for it. <laughs> oh, he's probably got a big old grin on his face. Oh, uh, he does. Mm-hmm. So. Got him. <laughs> all right. Some uh, topics in roundtable uh, for today that we have. Um, one of my favorite games on the xbox one and on pc if you want to say is rocket league a uh, small game very addictive uh, addicting i should say um both but yeah uh people in our community play it we play it for our fnls it's awesome i love it i love it so good um they came out with a hockey version which was fun but and then we've seen pictures of the uh, basketball, so NBA hoops or hoops uh, version hoops mode uh, with NBA DLC is coming on the twenty sixth. So it's coming out. It's Tuesday, correct? I believe that is Tuesday. So yeah. yeah, on Tuesday we are going to see some more Rocket League in a little special version. So it's going to be fun. I like playing goalie in in Rocket League. And uh, I don't know if I'm gonna like enjoy playing goalie on this on this one because it might be very difficult. <laughs> but, so you just hang out in front of the goal the entire time. Me? Yeah. It depends. Depends if we're how how far we're up or not. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. When you're when you're playing ranked, you know, and you got teams, you know, people cycle through. Like we have a couple. Like I play mostly with people in the community, and uh, and it's just. It's just fun, and we all get each other because we play games together all the time. And, uh, like, we'll cycle through, and, you know, we'll call out, I'm defending, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then as somebody's going out, and uh, say the goalie's going out to the corner to knock it down, you know, so one of us will zip behind the other way and fill fill their spot. I mean, it's, it's, we, we do really well, and, and, wow. It's, it's fun. So definitely, we got some good people in our community. <laughs> At Rocket got League. some skills. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, hoops would be fun. Um, I will not be available for FNL this week, um, but I would say, you know, might be a good FNL <laughs> to do some uh, Rocket League hoops. So, um, but yeah. So, I think that's, I think that's all for that one. Um, are you uh think you're gonna try it out? Um I don't know. I it, 
I like Rocket League, but I don't love it. I enjoy playing it, but it's not something that I'm actively wanting to play. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. <laughs> not not with Rocket League. <laughs> no, I it's understand. A, I yeah, it's saying. a good game. It just, I don't know, I'm kind of over it. All right. So, uh, okay, on to the next thing here. Um, Borderlands. You like Borderlands. I like Borderlands. Oh, love it. Uh, Wing is a fan of Borderlands. Uh, I guess in the upcoming Battleborn DLC, there's going to be Easter eggs for Borderlands 3. Nice. Um, I'm not sure what they are. I didn't really read into the article um, because it mentions it's in the, the DLC because I think there's like five DLC packs coming with the uh, um, with the season pass, if you want to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll have to kind of wait and see what that is, but we should be hearing some stuff about uh, Borderlands 3. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see it during um, during E3 this year. So How far out is that? Is that still like second week of June? Well, here put it this way. I heard on a podcast, it's like this time, two months from now, E3 will be over. So I think it's like in the middle of, it's in the middle of June this year. Um, Let me see. Yes. Yeah, so while you're doing that, I'll I'll go on to the to the next thing because ba- Battleborn is kind of what I wanted to talk about next, and and that's one of those things I was is playing the um, playing the beta with everybody else, and I had fun. I liked it. Um, I think there was one character they really kind of may need to balance, and I think he is like the more like the soldier type. Um, I played against one guy. The guy had like 26 kills, which is not the easiest thing to do. I mean, I had nine or 10 one round, but it's like 26 is insane. And you couldn't kill him. I was playing the tank character and he was just, I, I couldn't run away fast enough that he was just killing people so fast. Um, so maybe when they fix that, and then that's kind of what the beta was for, I think for, was for things like that. But um, the game was fun. It is in my mind, a third person, first person, sorry, first person MOBA, uh, with MOBA like, let's say, in there. Um, I've mentioned I've been playing uh, Paragon, which is um, Epic Games. There's that is a third person, like true MOBA, third person MOBA, uh, right. and this game resembles a lot like that. I mean, it has the different paths that you go and and you rank up each round and and things like that. So it was definitely fun. It had the look of Borderlands. Um, it's just, you know, to me, it was one of those things where uh, throughout the last couple months, you've always heard Battleborn and Overwatch. Like, they were always compared to each other. Right. Right? I don't see the comparison. Um. I know maybe people were comparing it before they were really playing Battleborn because I know Battleborn was kind of quiet for a while where Overwatch has always kind of been out there because like Overwatch to me is like a first person team based um, like objective like do this objective right it's it's not it's not a first person MOBA um, it's like you know escort this vehicle or move this vehicle or capture these two areas. So after playing Battleborn, I was just like, man, I don't, I don't see the comparison. These are two different games. Like 
people can go buy both of these games and get a different experience. They sh- they are not competing in my mind. Do not compete with each other. So I know you know beforehand and stuff like that. Before I knew a lot more, it was just like all that's all I kind of heard was Overwatch, Overwatch. Oh, it's going to just beat up on uh, on Battleborn. But really, to me, I can't see that. Uh, they are two different things. You're going to get a different experience for both. So anybody that was out there that that's heard the same thing and and me, I've maybe even echoed it a couple times based on what I've heard. Um, you know, as far as Overwatch and, and Battleborn, do go, go go try it. I mean, I know the the beta is kind of over for for Battleborn. Hopefully, you played it. Um, and the Overwatch beta is coming next Tuesday. Um, so you, you'll see what I mean. You'll, you'll definitely, hopefully you'll see what I mean. And, and if you have any, uh, different takes on it, like, let us know, like maybe I'm crazy, (laughs) but, um, I know that, you know, wing ended up buying, uh, battleborn. I believe, uh, he put his thoughts and stuff, uh, in, uh, in the Facebook group. And maybe next week he can talk about it a little bit more. Um, me personally, I've uh, pre-ordered Overwatch on PC and Xbox One, so I actually bought the game twice because I oh, wow. I love that game. I love that game. I am going to play so much Overwatch; it's going to be insane. Um, to me, it it's got that hook into me like Battlefield. Um. And and really, it's just like you know, I'm just like, oh man, I played the division, but it's gonna be like, ah, let me go run the dailies in the division. Okay, time for Overwatch. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they're two different games. Like, don't don't pick one without looking into the other. You know, thinking that you know you have to choose between those two because they can live separate lives. If you want to say you're you're gonna get a different experience. So. I mean, can people really put in the time to play both of them? Sure. Plus, I, I know the release time frame isn't uh, quite the same, but Gigantic is another one that's coming out. Don't you almost need to choose one and kind of stick with it, or are you just going to maybe pick up all of them and then find which one best suits you and then do that one? Um. I, I mean, you, you rank up in them. Um, like, right. you rank up your characters and stuff. But when you're ranking up characters, you're ranking up characters to get, like, skins and stuff. Um, because each round, like, there is no ranking up for an, an Overwatch. It's like you pick your character. If you want a different weapon or you want to do this or have this different skill or whatever, you pick a different hero. And you can change your heroes throughout in the same round. Where in Battleborn, you pick your hero at the beginning and you have a ranking system. So, like, you'll rank up and then you'll get to choose your left side or right, like, pick your different skill that you want to do, which is MOBA like, which is very MOBA like. Um, So, I mean, I could see where it's like you don't have to, like, focus so hard. I mean, yeah, you want to learn the characters and things like that, but. I don't see it to where it's not like, you know, one day you could play Overwatch and the other day play Battleborn, you know, or, you know, play play four or five rounds of one or play an hour of one and go play an hour of the other. I mean, it's it's really, you're going to get two different experiences. You're not going to feel like you're wasting your time 
like oh i have to love i have to be in this game all of the time it's it's not like uh battlefield versus call of duty mm-hmm. you know they're both both first person shooters you both you have to rank up in both of them to unlock weapons and and slots and perks and this and that like where if I was playing Battlefield, I wasn't ranking up in Call of Duty. If I'm playing Call of Duty, I'm not ranking up in Battlefield. It's not like that. It's it's just like, okay. you know, it's just like, oh, I'm going to play an hour or two here, and I'm going to play an hour or two here. Oh, look, I played both games. You know, because of the non-ranking type thing. If that helps and kind of answers your question. Well, I, I was kind of thinking it along the lines of some of these, like, mobile games like Clash of Clans and all those other clones of it. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody's really hooked into that stuff, you pretty much got to pick one. Right. It's like you got to pick one and stick with it. Maybe you can do two. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, some of these games are such a huge time sink. Yeah. That it almost makes it impossible maybe even on purpose yeah (laughs) makes it impossible to play something else yeah and i mean one thing that i've been trying to do over the last month or so like uh, you know i was hardcore in the division for the first last Mm -hmm. couple weeks Um, right but i'm really into like almost like i want to split my days up like today i played heroes of the storm i mean i schedule it almost like schedule like yeah like that um you know, and I'm really excited for Overwatch to come out, but I, I think I might have to make a point to play, uh, play some Battleborn, uh, and and really the reason why I like Overwatch, for example, the reason why I got on two consoles. Now that I mean, there there is more of a problem, I guess, with that than there is with owning Battleborn and Overwatch, is <laughs> having okay. Overwatch on both systems. But but like like I said, since there's not that ranking part. It was just like, it doesn't matter where I play the game at. It, you know, it, yes, I bought it in both places, but I have people that play here and I got friends that play here. Like, Overwatch and Battleborn are going to be great FNL games. It's going to be sure, fun to right. be able to pick and, and do a private match and, and play against, you know, your friends and you're all in a party and you're all screaming at each other because, you know, so and so did that one special that knocked out two people. I mean, it, it's going, they're going to be fun games for, for that. So. But uh, that's one. That's the one thing I wanted to talk about because I, I was going to talk about it last week was this Battleborn Overwatch thing. They are two different things, and I hope you know when people go out there and try who've played Battleborn and try Overwatch when the beta comes out, you guys will will definitely see, hopefully, see what I'm what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, okay, that's right. Um, next thing. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, I know we have a lot of Siege people, and it's kind of one of those things, DLC comes out, and you kind of go back to a game for a little bit. Um, you know, the last DLC update brought the two Canadian characters. Um, it was for the... Well, I forget what their names were. Uh, I haven't played for a while. It was one on Frost and something like that. Um, a? Yeah. A. Uh, it's Frost A. Yeah. Uh, the next uh, the next DLC is named uh, Operation Dustline, and the two characters are Valkyrie and Blackbeard. Now, Valkyrie is going to be the defensive player, and uh, Blackbeard is going to be the attacker. I didn't go into looking into like what their specials are. Um, 
I don't know if the article I was looking at actually had that detailed information, um, but look for it to be coming sometime soon. Um, and so more Rainbow Six Siege for that. Now, Siege, I know a lot of people are playing Siege, but I think their DLC needs to come a little bit quicker. I, I don't know if that game's going to be able to hang in much, you know, that long with, you know, a month or two between each DLC. But that's my opinion. I, I've kind of fallen out of it uh, myself, uh, just with all the other games coming out. Um, and with more shooters coming out and, <laughs> and all that stuff and these different games coming, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, the next one. What do you think? So we mentioned this a couple weeks ago. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> what, what? What are you laughing about? No, nah, I think I know where you're going with this. Well, we talked a couple weeks ago about uh, Division punishing the people who exploited sure. their stuff. Now, I'm a developer. And, and I'm kind of in this weird spot, you know, like, can you punish people for doing or taking advantage of the bugs that you have in your, in your game? Um, I get, I guess you could, is it, is it good practice to, I guess if it's ruining the game, you know, in my mind, <laughs> uh, or how would they phrase that? The spirit of the game. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you get these people that are that would gl- maybe glitch it, you know, a thousand times and get all the best gear, and then they just run around and and you know ruin everybody's fun in the dark zone because they're unstoppable because they're at the highest rank and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess you as a developer or whatever to say, you know, yes, we know this bugs out there. We're going to fix it don't do it or we're going to punish you. And you could have the argument of, well, why are you going to punish us for taking advantage of this exploit, you know, of, of, you know, your mistake, which I can understand. Um, But then I could also understand them saying, Hey, we're going to punish you for doing this. So don't do it. And if you then go continue to do it and then have your character wiped out, then you can't really say much because, you know, they told you they were going to do it. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I kind of see it in that way, too. Um, th- that's kind of leading it like <laughs> the division is, is what I'm talking about. They've had bugs here and there. But it's simple two, three. But it seems like every time they fix one, they're putting in one or two more. And I understand that happens. As a developer, I've done that. I mean, I've fixed things which open up bugs in other places. Um, sure. Even with regression testing. I mean, if you don't, do you know what a regression test is? Isn't that where you go back? Yeah. So with the versions or something. Well, so like, uh, say, say I have an application that does ten things. I'll have a yeah. test that tests all ten things, and I won't release until all my tests pass for testing those ten things. And then if I put in an 11th thing, I write a test for the 11th thing. I test the 11th thing, but guess what? I go back and test 1 through 10. Because the 11th thing may break the 4th thing. 
and then my test will right. fail, and then I'll know how to fix that, and then I fix that, and I run all the tests again, one through eleven. Oh, it broke the seventh thing, you know. So you'll do those until you get clear tests. Now, even when you do that, there's still there's still these bugs. But I'm telling you what, man, these guys. <laughs> I think it's massive, right? That's who the developers were for, um, for the division. They are just chasing themselves. It's crazy. Every time they put something in, it's like five more things show up. Like, you know, the double revive uh, glitch and and then the switching weapons roll, you know, switching weapons like would compound your damage to where like you were just doing this un- unreal amount of damage. Um, but, you know, I just kind of wanted to say like, if you know the bugs are there, it's really kind of up to you, I guess, to decide if you want to take advantage of them or not. If it's not, if it's like single player, so so here's my thought: if it's single player and you're playing the incursion, and you double re- do the double revive glitch, which is fixed already. Both both those last two bugs are fixed. Um, if you were doing the double revive, that's not hurting anybody. You know, that's not causing any problems. Um. So to me, I'm just like, you know, eh, you know, our luck, you know, we, we can use this right. and not die as often. Um, but if it's something where you're glitching the incursion and you have every high end piece of gear or every set piece of gear now, and you're taking that gear and going and just being a troll in the DZ, then, you know, shame on you. You know, if you did the glitch and just had all the gear and just was normal, played normal, like I don't run out to kill people in the DZ, then, okay. then the, you know, I don't, I, that doesn't bother me. But if you're doing it just to troll, that, that's the part where it's like, you know, their punishment to me is a welcome punishment. Um, but right. unfortunately, I don't know if they're going to be able to identify people that's like, oh, look, they, they ran the incursion a hundred times it took them an average of five minutes to complete them we know they're we know they took part in in the glitch oh and look they went and they killed uh they went rogue you know five thousand times and had five thousand kills you know and they weren't killed once like to me i was like punish them because <laughs> you know why they did it <laughs> you know exactly oh, why yeah, they did yeah. it um but if they did the, if they if they did your little glitch one or two, maybe three times, and they got gear, you don't punish them. That's just silly. You know, that that's your fault for putting it there. And, you know, yeah, you said you're going to wipe people out. You know, wipe, wipe the people out that did it 5,000 times. Don't wipe the people out that did it once or twice. Um, that's kind of where I was, like, saying it's, like, you know, I'm kind of torn between what to do or what to not, but... All I can say is if you went and did it after they said they were going to punish and they end up wiping out your character or whatever, there's really nothing you can say. Um, I mean, you can argue that I just took advantage of the, the whole, you know, what they gave me. Um, but if it was done a hundred times after they told you they're going to wipe out your character, you're kind of just asking for it. So, Right. It's, violating the rules of the universe yeah basically by by going and doing those things really right yeah but hopefully they can get the game universe yeah hopefully they can get these bugs all 
fixed and wrapped up. Because I mean, even I mean, look at look at Destiny. I mean, the Crota raid. I I didn't do the Crota raid one time, the way it was meant to be played. <laughs> Out of was that all the some times, kind I did of it. cave or something. It was the there was like a part where you had to cross a bridge and you could like do this part where one person gets across and then you all kill everybody. And then ever, if everybody just jumped off and killed themselves, all the, all the enemies would disappear and, and, and things like that. So, I mean, I, I did that. At, I saw every group I was with, we did that. Now Bungie didn't come and, you know, do anything, but they also didn't fix it. So, uh, right. But I could also depend on how severe it is in terms of abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this one here, I, I I don't think, you know, people in our group are abusing it. I mean, even if you did it one or two times, that's what I was saying. It's like, so so what? But it, it, the people that are going through and just, they're ruining the game. You know, the DZ was already hard enough as it was. And now you got these people running through with the highest end gear. There's just no way you can stop them. And the other thing that they need to do is like uh, in the Dark Zone, have you you've played division obviously you know what the dark zone is yeah um mm-hmm. they had these levels and levels were by rank you know and you had this 30 plus and then they put in this gear level so it's like oh here's 90 to 101 here's 101 to 115 you know like these different levels and then they have a 160 plus you need to put in more more after 160 or 161 i forget if it's 161 or not you know, because I'm a 184, and there's 200s and 215s or whatever running down and killing these 160s. These guys don't have a chance. You know, I don't care if there's four. One one of them could wipe out a group of four of 160s. So you need to put in these other groups to where, you know, myself 180 cannot go and beat up on these 160s. They need to put in more things like that. I, I think that would help with those people that, you know... If you want to punish them, punish them. If you want to wipe out their character, wipe out their character. To me, I, I would say, for one, fix it. Don't wipe out their character, but just make it to where they beat up on each other. Like, hey, if they want to put on all the pieces of gear and they wanted to be 220 or whatever the, the highest rank is, 240, they want to be 240, well, guess what? You're going to be in the same DZ with all the other 240 guys that that did the glitching or, or maybe did it legitimately or whatever. And you can just deal with them. Well, you know, my friends and I who are all between, you know, 165 and 190 or 200, I think wings 200, you know, we can go play with our guys and, and have some sort of chance. You know, it's just, they're, they're making it really hard on the lower end guys. So, right. uh, one one division thing I wanted to say. I was playing with Mark and who else was there? Artemis was there and we had a random with us. And he's my friend on Xbox. Now let me let me get his name because The Random? The random. Yeah. Okay. Because it is and sometimes you find really nice people. The randoms. Oh. Like I found two groups now. They were super nice and, and they invited me instead of killing me. <laughs> which which was always nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Trying to figure out his name was 
Mark was here, he'd probably remember what it was. Hudson Hawk. I knew it was Hawk. Uh, Hudson Hawk. It was great because, and I and I didn't get my Xbox to record it because I forgot. But Wing and I were there, uh, and Hudson, we we just killed these guys. I don't know where Artemis was at the time, but Mark and I were starting to kind of run toward Hudson Hawk. And this guy runs around the corner, and Wing is a 200, and I'm a 176. This guy takes down Mark, like, real quick. And Mark's like, oh my gosh, what just happened? This guy just nailed me. And I turn around, and the guy went rogue, so I just start shooting at him, doing hardly anything to him. And he knocks, and he knocks me down. So Mark and I are standing there on the ground, and he's running up to us. This guy's running up to us to hit us and kill us. Hudson Hawk had the perk, power perk, where he would revive any downed teammates. That guy run, is running up to us. He He's running back toward... Hudson Hawk's is running back toward us. This enemy's running toward us. Hudson Hawk gets within range and pops his power. Both Mark and I pop up off the ground <laughs> right where this guy's coming up to hit us. And we just plaster the guy <laughs> and nice. knock him down. We knock him down on the ground. I walk up and was like, whack, and just hit him. I was like, that's what you get. And I was like, as, and the thing was, it was just, you know, Hudson Hawk, a random guy we picked up playing dailies. I was like, you couldn't have timed that any, any better than what he did. I go, it was awesome. And then I sent her, I was like, oh, I should have said, you know, I should have told my Xbox to record that. That would have been such a great clip. Um, and it would have been even better if you were singing "Swinging in a Star." <laughs> why? Why? Why that? Just, that's from the movie Hudson. Oh, Hall. okay. I had, he he liked the movie, and and Ar, uh, Artemis knew what what movie it was. I haven't seen it. It's decent. Oh, so. well, a lot of people don't like it, but it's a decent movie. But Bruce Willis. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it was such a perfect thing. It, it was it was great. It was the highlight of the day. Oh yeah, that's that. Stories like that are awesome. The guy ate it. it made me so happy, <laughs> you know, because like he he yes. was he was obviously higher ranked than both of us. If he took us both down that fast, but it just wow. felt great. Yeah. It just felt great when I popped up and I'm right next to him, and I have my vector, which does so much damage close up. So he's right next to me, and all my reticle, like he was so close to me, all it was was pointed right at his head, <laughs> and I'm just. I'm just pulling the trigger and he's like, and just hits the ground. It was awesome. <laughs> wow. So, good times. Makes me so happy. <laughs> what would have been, what would have happened from his point of view? He's like, I'm coming back here. Oh, what happened? <laughs> well, he didn't try to hunt us back down or anything, yeah. but it was funny. It was like, he was just running around. He's like, Oh, I'll take these guys down. There's two of them. And one of me, and he knocks down Mark. So he's just like, Oh, they, these guys are easy. You know, and then all of a sudden he's taking a dirt nap, <laughs> and there goes his gear and half his rank, you know, half his rank and a bunch of his credits, nice in my pocket. <laughs> Thank you very much for the DZ credits. But yeah, it was it was perfect. It was great. Okay. Yep. Cool story. Yeah. Um, I had one more thing on here, but. What was the other thing I mentioned that we want might want to talk about? The 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 neat HBO. Well, there was the HBO. So yeah, go ahead. You hit that real quick. So. 
Yeah, for Xbox One, we've had uh, what HBO Go for quite some time, and now we have HBO Now. Now, yeah, now just in time for uh, Game of Thrones, which is on tonight, and uh, uh, Silicon Valley. If if you if if you guys don't watch that, uh, and you like funny comedies, (laughs) uh, you should definitely check that out. Do you watch that? I started, uh, I think the first episode, I haven't seen any past that. Oh, you need to watch that one. It's so good. It okay. is really funny. So, but yeah, check, check that out. But yeah, HBO now is the one where you can subscribe without a cable subscription. Uh, right. So an HBO and it's streaming, right? Not like live watching. Um, I don't think you get live. But I do think you get. I think you can watch the stuff like the minute after it plays right. or something like that. Where it's same similar to HBO Go, they just made them two different apps, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. But um, there was that, and then what? Do, what do you think about? Let me ask you this: What do, what do you think about the whole Neo? I, I know we're an Xbox podcast, but you know this could happen. You know, we could be getting an updated Xbox One. You know, mentioned at uh, E3 as well. We don't, we don't know what we're gonna, what's going to happen. Um, but the whole rumors of Neo and stuff like that coming out. Um, what, what's your take on that? Because Neo doesn't seem like it's the normal upgrade stuff that we're used to with last console generation, where you know we got the smaller nano chips. Um, put into our Xbox Ones, uh, larger, you know, we got more hard drive space, but there was never really like, hey, we're slapping in more RAM, hey, we're slapping in a better, gra- you know, better graphics, hey, we're slapping in this or that, like, you know, last, you know what I mean? Between ref- right, right. like having a having a refresh, like an Xbox three sixty point one point two, you know what 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 Neo sounds like is I don't even know why they're calling it an Xbox or a PlayStation four. To me, this thing's like an entirely, this is like a PlayStation five type of upgrade. But what, what do you, what do you really? think? What do you think? Why do you say it's like a PlayStation five? Well, I know, I know the rumors and stuff that came out. were saying things like, Oh, Every game from October is going to have to have a Neo mode, you know. So right. each console is going to play both games, uh, or, or each console has to play the same game. Uh, one may have right. a Neo better graphics version, and they keep then they kind of saying like, but the Neo will never get like special treatment. You'll never get something special if you own a Neo. They'll never have a game on the Neo that's not on. On PlayStation Four until they do, <laughs> and, and and that's and that's the thing is like I would like to believe yeah. that, and to me, to me, if that was the case and that that holds true, then I'm ha- I have two kind of I have a problem in my mind, which is then why are they doing it? Uh, because they're doing it for something. They're doing it sure. for something, and I've heard it's for VR, where the VR headset has to have an external processor. Uh, but the the Neo version, they may not have to have an external processor or something like that. Okay. 
But to think, it's hard to trust a company sometimes. It's hard to trust Microsoft when they say things, and it's and it's hard to trust place or you know Sony when they say things. Now, personally, in my experience, if you go back and you start tracking things that have been promised and never delivered, or over promised and under delivered, um, or just flat out lied about. I think Sony's record is a lot higher up on and doing those things than than Microsoft. Now, you know, Microsoft's no saint, okay? I'm not defending Microsoft, but I'm to me personally, Sony's kind of put this thing in my head over the last couple of console generations where they'll say things like at E3 and they'll do things at E3 and they just never deliver on them. Or they just do a complete 180 and do the opposite. Mm-hmm. So I have trouble thinking that they're putting this whole new console out, which blows away its predecessor or its current. Well, we don't know that. The the well, based on the stats and stuff that they were talking about, that the that by a source released information, uh, the right. graphics is two times as more is two times as powerful. So, I mean, yes, it still has, you know, the processor's going from like a 1.6 to a 2.1. The graphics doubling in in processing power. And the RAM is still going to be 8 gigs of, uh, what is it, DDR5? um, Or GDDR5, however they say it. Uh, But, like I said, the the part I'm struggling with, if they're not going to have only oh yeah here's this new game it's awesome but it only works on the neo that type of scenario they're saying it's never going to happen my question is why until it does. until it does <laughs> yeah yeah well, exactly that's what i mean that's that's the struggle i'm having is i do not believe them when they say that like i think it's going to happen um but it the thing cuz if that doesn't happen then my question is is why are they even doing it because it's really got people mad you know They've sold what almost forty million PlayStation fours, forty million PlayStation fours, and I think I think I mentioned last show. It's like, how does Sony sell another forty million <laughs> PS4 Neo? <laughs> yeah, well, how do you double your sales? Yeah, I know. I think I made the comment. Uh, what, well, was it last show? Was it two show? Or was it our last show or whatever? But. My thing is, like, if they do bring out this, they're going to have to sh- show their sales numbers separate. Because if they turn around and be like, hey, the PlayStation 4 has sold 60 million, and they don't turn around and say 40 million was this one and 20 million is this one, they just group them all together, then you, to me, that's just a way to make them look good. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. double dipping yeah. at that point. Right, right. Um, I think they have to separate them. They have to say we sold 40 million of these and 20 million of these. And, you know, if they discontinue, because in my mind, if they discontinue making the PlayStation 4 and they just bring out the Neo and that's the only one they're selling, and PlayStation 4 stops at 40 million, if Xbox One passes 40 million and where they're at, they lose the console generation. Because for them to continue selling, they actually made a new console, and I don't understand why it's not the PlayStation Five in that case, because of the because of the changes. I mean, you're changing the, you know, 
you're not making a smaller processor, same speed, making it smaller to save price and save heat and save space and making a PlayStation or an Xbox slim. You're actually beefing the console. You're changing the insides. So to me, that's a new skew. That's a new console in my mind. Same goes for Xbox. If Xbox did the same thing, that's a new console in my mind. Don't call it the Xbox One. Call it something else. Right. So, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I've I been reading. Some people aren't happy because, I mean, you don't, a lot of people are saying, well, you don't have to buy it. But you don't have to buy it to, like you said, like I said, no game's ever going to come out and be Neo only. And like you said, until it happens, <laughs> I think it's going to happen. And I think it'll happen this year. That that's that's my thing, you know. If yeah. all these things are coming out and all these rumors are coming out, there's going to be a Neo only game or a game that just doesn't work on the PlayStation unless you have the Neo is going to come out this year. Oh, and wow. there, and to me, that is horrible for the consumer. That's really bad. And and all I can say at that point is, whoever feels really burnt. On this one, on their wonderful console that they paid for, you're more than welcome to come right over to our side and, and purchase yourself an Xbox yeah. One. <laughs> um, because I'm not saying that you won't get the same <laughs> crapped on in the same way, you know, because it could happen. Um, but yeah, I, I would be very angry if that happened to me. Um, yeah, the thing that I'm immediately thinking about is that you never had this kind of situation before, you know, like you had mentioned, you had consoles redone to be more cost efficient, you know, where they change something in there just to make them cheaper or, you know, parts reasons, etc. You never had a situation like this. And Sony is effectively testing the waters. I would think that all the other manufacturers, you know, possibly Nintendo, if they matter, I don't know, but definitely Xbox, they're probably going to sit back and see what happens. If everything goes through okay or not horrible, I would not be surprised to see it happen with other consoles. I just think the next Xbox is going to be a new Xbox to to me personally. I, I think we're going to have a five-year life cycle for Xbox One, and they're just going to move to the next one. Um, <laughs> Gunny, Gunny Chief. Uh, hello, Gunny Chief. He says, when your friend friends play a game on the Neo and your PS4 can't run it, torches, yeah. torches and pitchforks. Yeah, so I, I just, it just seems weird. They are just killing it with the PlayStation 4. Four, I mean, 40 million sold. They're killing it with the PlayStation 4, and they go make another one. There's just this part of me that sits back and thinks, like, they know something. And the thing that they know is there is something wrong with that PlayStation 4. I just have this feeling in the back of my mind. You know, like, three red lights, bad. Like something's going to happen. Like we're going to start to see like PlayStation four start to just glitch out and fail to work. Oh yeah. You know? Um, and then the Neo is the replacement for that. Um, uh, but I also feel really 
weird that they bring out the PlayStation VR, um, which I have multiple friends that bought it, and I can't wait to try it. Going over to their, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bugging them to play it. Um, you know, gonna move in. Yeah, yeah. So you know, they all got PlayStation VRs. They all have PlayStation Four, and I just find it weird that they come out with this other console and they mention things like to help VR run better. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, then why are you selling VR to people who own a PlayStation 4 if you kind of know that they're going to be struggling with something? They just don't care. That That's the only thing I can think of. They either something's wrong or, and, and, or they just don't care. And I know it's corporate, so who knows? They probably just don't care. You know, I'm not saying Sony on that. I'm saying corporate in general. A lot of places like that, they don't care. You know? That's like a car and recalls. Sometimes you get a recall, sometimes you don't. They only care if it if it's going to cost them more money in lawsuits than it does to re, to fix your car. You know what I mean? That's the rumor you always hear. But right, yeah. But all right, interesting situation. Yeah, I had to throw that out there. I mean, I know it's been a huge talk over the last week or so, and like I said, I know we're an Xbox podcast, but you know, I. Find it interesting. I, on the out, no, as a person I, who doesn't own a PlayStation Four, hey, I'm I can go get myself a Neo, and I got the latest and greatest, you know, PlayStation. <laughs> and then I get to go look at all my friends. Are like, oh, that game doesn't run. Oh, it runs great for me. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I did a good thing by holding out. <laughs> but you know, I I'm not the one that feels like I'm getting crapped on. Right. Um, but yeah, unlike your friends. Yeah, yeah, I, f- I feel really bad for them because um, yeah. of the way they 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 feel like that. So, but all right, um, the last thing that I have here is uh, kind of this letter. the 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 three sixty has officially been terminated. Um. Is this where we we knew it was yeah, coming? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, Xbox One's been what out out what going on three years? Yeah, we're hitting three years, two and a half, half three years. Um, and it's not like it's a bad thing that they're you know stop making the the three the three sixty. It's been around for ten years as of like last November, I think it was. Yeah. And you know that's the name of our show is is thank you Xbox three sixty. Um. This letter was made or was put out by Phil Spencer, and I think we should probably go through it, to be honest, because um, go back and think about when you bought your first 360. That probably red-ringed on you. Um, (laughs) uh, But go back and think about that, and then you know, think about the last 10 years of that console before you got your Xbox One and about how much much fun you had with it and stuff. Um, I think it was really neat, you know, kind of reading through this, and they kind of went over... Uh, through some stuff, so um, I'll let you read some so you can talk. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, I, I I think we should go through this here. So. Absolutely. Right. So just read through it, start from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. All right. So last November, we celebrated a major milestone as the Xbox 360 console turned 10 years old. The Xbox 360 helped redefine an entire generation of gaming at Microsoft. I am incredibly proud 
of all the work and dedication that went into development of the Xbox 360 hardware, services, and games portfolio over the last decade. And I'm grateful to the fans for their continued passion and support. Franchises like Years of War were born on the 360, and established blockbusters like Halo really came into their own during this console generation. Xbox 360 was also the foundation for industry-leading technical innovation like Kinect and the start of system updates and dashboard refreshes based on fan feedback. Thanks to the Xbox 360, we involved or we evolved Xbox Live from the original Xbox into the thriving online gaming community that it is today. And the console became a beloved gaming and entertainment hub with over 78 billion gaming hours played, nearly 486 billion gamer score on 27 billion achievements, and over 25 billion hours spent in apps over its lifetime. That is just insane, isn't yes. it, Brian? Yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to, that's why I wanted to read it. It yeah. just shows how much. <laughs> yeah, every one of those numbers is in the billions. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, uh, so continuing, uh, from the original zero-hour launch event to the incredible reaction received last year at E3 when we announced that you could play your Xbox 360 games on Xbox One. The soul of Xbox 360 was about putting gamers at the center of every decision we make, and we apply this principle across our business to this day. Xbox 360 means a lot to everyone in Microsoft. And while we've had an amazing run, the realities of manufacturing a product over a decade old are starting to creep up on us, which is why we have made the decision to stop manufacturing new Xbox 360 consoles. We will continue to sell existing inventory of Xbox 360 consoles with availability varying by country. We know that many of you became gamers on Xbox 360 and are still active. So it's important to us that while the overall Xbox gaming experience will evolve and grow, we will continue to support the platform you love in multiple ways. And so here he goes through uh, the different ways that they're going to do that. Now, one thing that they did mention uh, real quick before I continue with this is uh, I remember when the Xbox One came out, they said that they were going to support it for two more years. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. When so, yeah. so they've actually gone beyond that, and this is really them not saying that they're going to stop support. They're just going to cease manufacturing, Correct. right? So, you know, all those millions of Xbox 360s out there are not going to be doorstops. Nope. All right. So uh, here's uh, what, uh, what he continues to say here, the different ways. Xbox 360 owners will continue to receive Xbox Live services for their consoles, such as online multiplayer gaming and parties, access to the apps they use today, and games with gold and deals with gold. 
Xbox Live servers that support Xbox 360 services will also remain online and active. Our Xbox 360 fans can continue to play their favorite games with the full support of Xbox Live. Gamers will also be able to continue to buy over 4,000 Xbox 360 games or Xbox 360 accessories at retail and through our Xbox 360 store online while supplies last. That's the key word there. (laughs) Any Xbox 360 hardware will still be supported at xbox.com support. And I guess also that would mean that they they are going to be supporting warranties as well. Yep. And Xbox One owners will be able to continue to enjoy available Xbox 360 games through Xbox One backwards compatibility at no additional cost. I want to personally thank the Xbox community. That includes the vast and diverse audience of gamers, developers, and publishers who brought so much passion and creativity to the Xbox 360. You are the heart of what we do at Team Xbox, and you have been critical to to the success of Xbox 360. Over the next few weeks and months, we will be sharing more of our plans for gaming on Xbox One, Windows 10, and beyond. And as always, keep the feedback coming. Thank you, Phil Spencer. Yep. So, yes, I mean, when you look at it, the big thing out of here besides rattling off and saying, you know, how great it's been over the last 10 years is essentially they're just not making any more 360s, but your support, your game, Xbox Live, and everything like that will all will still be there. And who knows mm-hmm. how long for that. I mean, you know, the number of servers for Xbox Live on 360 was so small compared to Xbox One. Um, right. But, yeah, I couldn't believe the amount of hours and, and everything like that. But I go back and think, yeah. it's like as much as I love my Xbox One, there's just that special place for the 360 because that was really the first console I had for like such a long time. Um, cause I yeah. went to PC there for, you know, for a long time and, and yeah, when I got my 360, I was so excited to have one and all the fun times. I mean, and the other thing they forgot the bullet point is like, you know, with the Xbox 360, it created a podcast called this Xbox life. Um, so <laughs> it did, you know, Phil forgot that. Maybe I'll have to tweet him <laughs> like, Hey, read your letter. You forgot a bullet point that, you know, this Xbox life was created because of the Xbox 360. Two demerits. Yeah. <laughs> See what he says about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, just so many go back and think about all the good games and all the FNLs and all the good times with friends and, and people in the community and lots of battlefield. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep, very cool. But, yeah, just wanted to throw that in there as the as the last thing before we moved on to the community. But uh, yeah, any favorite? Let's let's see if Sony gets uh, a letter out like this when they say that they're going to stop the regular PS4 and uh, production. Yeah, and they're just going to continue with the Neo. Let's see if uh, their guy does this letter. It'll go something like, we like to thank you from the the huge support we received at E3 when we announced our console was $100 cheaper and everybody thought it was awesome because Microsoft screwed up in their 
the way they presented their console and confused everybody. And uh, how we only released two first-party games uh, before <laughs> bringing out the new one. Just basically, uh, GFY, <laughs> we yeah. don't care. Can you just give us more money? <laughs> yes. So, it could go something like that, right? Or we're really concerned about you know everybody's feelings with this whole situation. So we have created a special site for you. And then following that is a link to the store <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to buy, buy a new a, one. A Neo. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Yeah. But all right. Very good. I love yeah. my 360. Yeah. All right. Community time. Cafepress.com slash this Xbox Life. Uh speaking of something where we'll have to write a letter when we have it discontinued. <laughs> And unless you guys are going to fight me on it. <laughs> uh, so go out there, cafepress.com. Um, you can, uh, okay, so FNL, like I mentioned, uh, 429. We don't have a game yet. You can tweet us what game you'd like to play or put, put it in the Facebook group. I will not be available. Um, so that kind of falls on Rob and Wing this week for FNL. Um, but I will be back next week. So, or the week after, I should say. And before we get to the other thing, we have our first quantum break code. So, a Morales office is for Windows 10. So, uh, you know, have Windows 10. Hopefully you have a PC that can run this game. If you have any questions about it, you know, go check before you, you know, take this code. Um, you know, because yeah. if you're going to take it's the code... Windows and, 10. Yeah. Not eight yeah, one, not eight one, not XP. You know, kind of, kind of make sure you meet the minimum requirements to play the game because it would be a shame if you if you took the code and you couldn't play it. Um, yeah, uh, and also if you already own the game on your Xbox One, you know, leave it for somebody that doesn't have it uh, because I think you had to pre-order or something to get this code. So, um, unless you're me, yeah, because then you pre-order it and you didn't get anything. Oh, sorry. Maybe I'll take the code. No, don't do that. Um, <laughs> so the first code, this one here is uh, from Monkey Punch seventy seven. So thank you, Monkey Punch. Um, you know you're you're awesome. Uh, so the code is nine six M R two F two W four six R F F K X Q two Q V C H K F D Z. So that is our first code for Quantum Break Windows Ten. If you take it, and that and that reference to QVC is purely coincidental. Yeah. We are not promoting yeah. them or anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> If you take it, all, all I ask is, uh, you know, thank Monkey Punch seventy seven in our group yeah. or whatever. Also, either in our Facebook group or on Twitter, maybe Twitter might be the easiest thing for this. Just tweet at this Xbox Life. Let us know you took it. Let us know, hey, I took Monkey's Quantum Break code, <laughs> and uh, mm. and so that we know the code's been used. 
Otherwise, you know, Rob's going to have to test if the code's used. Yeah. And when he tests it, and if it's not, that means he just used it. I mean, <laughs> so, but, uh, all right. Um, make this part quick here. So voicemails, go to thisxboxlife.com. Go off to the right for send voicemail. Click it, follow the prompts, send us a voicemail. We'll play it in the show and answer it. Uh, or you can go to the site and send us a message, um, which will come to us when we read it, and that is at thisxboxlife.com. I think under the contact, right, is where that one's at? Yes, yes. Um, it's a little form you can fill out. Or if you just want to use your Gmail or, or your favorite mail client, you can email us at contact at thisxboxlife.com. Um, and we read those and do it. Our Twitter account is twitter.com slash thisxboxlife to let us know if you took monkey punches, monkey punch 77's code. And then facebook.com slash groups slash thisxboxlife is uh, our closed Facebook group uh, where we all meet and chat and have a good old time. Um, just put in a request. We just kind of vet you a little bit, make sure you don't have nasty stuff on your Facebook page and, uh, and you know, let you in. So we didn't have anything this week. Uh, we had one email, but that's our other code, which I'll read here shortly. So, but what do we got this week? What's our games? All right. So the retail releases for this week on Xbox one, we have a couple titles, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, a Telltale game series. And I believe this is the whole thing, right? I think so. And yeah, it's it's all the chapters or episodes or whatever. Because uh, this one I, I'm pretty sure concluded. Then there's uh, King's Quest Chapter 3, Once Upon a Climb. And uh, that one had four, right? Four episodes. So this is the third of four, I think. And then uh, Party Hard on the 29th, we have Jump Jet Rex and Paranautical Activity. Xbox 360 has Tales from the Borderlands, a Telltale game series, and the King's Quest Chapter 3, Once Upon a Climb. Games with Gold continues um, from uh, the other day. We had Sunset Overdrive, so that started on the 16th. When was that? That was... Oh, yeah, that was uh, last Saturday. So, yeah, we had that uh, last show. So, Sunset Overdrive and Xbox 360, we currently have Saints Row 4. And don't forget, uh, the 360 title is backwards compatible, so you can play it on Xbox One. Make sure to grab it regardless. And now you can do it through the dashboard uh, as well. Or on the Xbox One dashboard. You don't have to do it from your 360 exclusively or through Xbox.com. So that's it for uh, Games with Gold and the retail releases. Uh, if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. That really helps us out. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Each and every time you make your purchases, go to this xboxlife.com and click on the Amazon link there. Uh, make sure to do that each and every time. And uh, we get a teeny tiny itty bitty finders fee for sending you their way. And uh, puts a little cookie on your machine that does not persist past 24 hours. So uh, that's why 
We ask that you do it each and every time. And if you're an iTunes user, uh, do us a favor and go out there on iTunes, find the podcast and give us a five-star review. That helps us get noticed in the and featured in the iTunes store so more folks can find out about the podcast. And uh, I think we got one more coming right up. Yeah. One more yeah. code. So this code is from Skin2K. And uh, the code is, again, same rules apply as before. If you could let us know, that'd be be awesome. Um, but uh, so it is K7Q7Q9PT6CMJVFKF. Seven four four P V T G Z. So gotta make sure I try to pronounce them out good enough. So and so that is again for Quantum Break Windows Ten. Obviously, if you take the first one, don't take the second one. <laughs> yes. Obviously, thanks, Mister Obvious. Not cool. So, um. And again, that is Windows 10. Yeah. Not Xbox, not Windows 8, not Mac. Yeah, so so some people keep it like, I've been running Revlo like on our channel for like the last couple months or whatever, and people keep collecting yeah. points. I'm like, what's these points for? <laughs> Just keep collecting them <laughs> because eventually you'll be able to cha- you know change them in for things. Like I, I've seen it to where, you know, if you don't want, you know, for 900 points, so, you know, Gunny Chief just checked his points. He has, you know, 906 points. Say at 1,000 points, you could trade them in and say, you don't want this person on the show this week. So you could kick me off for the week, you know, for 1,000 points. Now, I'm not saying that I would use my own 1,000 points to kick myself off to give me a week off, but, you know. But, you know, it's different things. But also, you can do for giveaways. Now, we read these codes off because these are from the community. We don't want to make, you know, do that. But if I go and buy an Elite controller or something like that, like, I'm going to say you have to be in our Twitch stream and you, you know, have to use your Revlo points. So I'll do a giveaway and one ticket will be 100 points. And you could buy no more than 10 tickets. So you would have to have a thousand points and you could spend all 1000 points for 10 tickets for the drawing for an elite controller. That's an example of what Revlo is. It's, it's kind of just a easy way to uh, do things like that, but we can set our own goals and, and constantly have certain things and you can gamble with them. You know, I think, I think it's, you know, gamble 100, you know, no, I, lost a hundred points right there. So, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's what they're for. We don't have any perks or anything out there yet, but it'd be good to have Rob or Mark email me some things that they think would be fun little perks to do and how much the points would be. So then I can put them in the system and then you can have fun with them. So like, you know, for 20,000 points, you're a guest, you want to be a you know guest host or, 
you know, for a thousand points, you can pick a topic you want us to talk about. Or, you know, those are just examples. But, but that's all. Cool. So I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? No, all I right. don't. Well, everybody who's out here, thank you very much. Um, the show should be posted probably either later tonight or tomorrow, depending on how quick Rob will do it. And Mark will put it up on YouTube and all that fun stuff. So he can't say that I forgot. I'm just telling him he has to do it now. <laughs> so, like he always does. He does it always fun. So, but all right. We'll be back next week. Hopefully all three of us together again. Yes. So, but all right. I'm Brun BJ Swick 33. Everybody, thank you for coming out and joining us. This is Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night.